the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. And welcome back to the second hour of Iron Real Estate. And of course, as I told you in the beginning of the show, and as always, we're joined um, by our show's resident legal expert, attorney Stephen Ebert, who's a partner at the prestigious firm Cassin & Cassin, located in Westchester. And let me just say this, and I don't say this because he's a friend or because I like him, probably one of the most knowledgeable real estate attorneys I know, and um, there is no question that I think I've ever asked him that he doesn't know the answer. So rather than me ask you questions, Stephen, and happy 4th of July weekend, I know your kids, you're probably going to have a ball, i really rather throw this to you. I w- I, we talked in the beginning of the show, I'm sure you heard, about all the different headlines that, that were negative, okay, and we are in a funny time, okay, but I also talked about the fifth the lottery, the the, the the property that just sold, the highest property just sold $55 million, the traffic, which, you know, New York is back. Give us your read on what you feel is going on and what you think people need to know. And, again, when you listen to Iron Real Estate, you don't get hype. You get the what's really going on. And if it's an opinion, we'll always tell you it's an opinion. So, Steve, I'm going to throw it to you. What do you see that you feel our listeners, that's important for our listeners to know? Sure. Thanks, Dottie, and happy July 4th, Independence Day uh, to everyone uh, and and all the listeners. Yeah, you know, there is a lot of information, and and I think the reason that a lot of people are confused, that even a lot of the quote-unquote so-called experts are confused, and there's just an information overload being thrown out there. And hopefully we can do is break it down. And, you know, one of the first things we try to do in the office when we see a situation like this, this is a saying we've been saying for years. You know, when you put your head in the oven and you put your feet in the freezer, on average, you're comfortable. The feet may not be happy, the head's not happy, but the average is comfortable. And, and that, I think, sums up where we are right now. We're seeing averaged out information, which actually does not really fully reflect the different segments of the market, the different locations in the market, because there is a much bigger story. Real estate is about as local as it gets, and not only different states, different cities, different parts of cities, different types of properties. And I'll give you a great example, Dottie. For those of you um, who are in the Upper East Side of Manhattan, 3rd Avenue and 86th Street, for a very long time, there was a very popular hot dog and papaya place, Papaya King. 
right? Similar to Grace of High, one of those chains where you get a quick hot dog and a drink. They were there for a long time. Excel Development, one of the biggest developers in the city, great developer, has been in a fight for multiple years and finally has won. And they're filing permits so they can build a new tower on that location in that one-story retail uh, hot dog uh, store. And so just, you know, one of the ways to look at investing is follow the people who are in the know. Here you have a company making a major decision. It's probably, it's not going to be an eight-figure, it's a nine, maybe a ten-figure decision that they just made that they've been pushing for, and they're doing that now. So that's something to keep in mind. I get the same advice. I always tell people, when you ask somebody for information or advice, and most people generally want to give you advice that they feel is good, but a lot of people have no clue. Okay? So when you're going to ask advice, Try to ask someone who you think knows, knows you know, knows the business, knows what's going on, because some people, you know, they're trying to be helpful, but they really have it all wrong. So, okay, and you know that we have a shortage of housing, and we know we can, oh, we we need housing in New York City. So, you know, it's amazing. It's, really it's, it's so funny you say that. It's isn't it amazing how for decades New York City has always had a housing emergency. We've had high interest rates, low interest rates. Good economies, bad economies, old economies, new economies, Republican mayors, Democrat mayors, and we always have a housing shortage, no matter what well, the policy that's a good is. Point. And why do you think that is? Well, because I think new there's. York, well, the, the, uh, let's new see York how much time we have city. today. <laughs> it's a great city. People, there's a high demand, and there's a lot of there's a lot of answers to that question. One is the cost for a developer to make a profitable project, the cost of having the right kind of housing for the right employment picture, right? Part of having housing, and this is where where I tell our listeners, and I'll try to, in the limited time we have, split the difference, right? The residential world versus the commercial world. Right. Because when the economy moves, they respond differently. They're not exactly the same, in my opinion. but what happens is people want to have the location, they want to have the proximity, but there is the cost, which could be out of alignment. And that's why your whole infrastructure, your commuting, how people commute, makes all the difference into having that sort of right equilibrium. And one of the things is, and the reason that New York constantly doesn't have enough housing or that, is because it's dynamic, right? You put your money in a regular bank account, it's nice and stable. It doesn't go down, but it doesn't go up. Because the reason that we have a need for housing is because we're in a dynamic city. It's changing. We're not going to keep the hot dog store there forever, even though it's very popular and people like it, because the city is looking for ways to constantly grow and improve itself. And because of that, people are moving around. right? And, and that's one of the reasons where you have some of that dislocation. It's not always easy for everyone, but that is part of what we call that creative destructive process that allows things to build. Look at Grand Central. Look one building to the west of it, that brand new, beautiful one Vanderbilt Tower, right? It was for my whole lifetime, a little nothing building over there. Well, we could have said, let's not change anything. Let's keep it all the same and keep this little nothing building or look at what they just built. 
And that's part of the process where you have that creative destruction of moving things around to really get that higher purpose. And we're constantly figuring out that tension and constantly trying to improve um, with housing, too. But on the plus side, Dottie, is when you do that innovation, you have that new housing, you get modern plumbing, you get modern electric, you get modern heating and cooling systems, right? So there is innovation that comes with it. So getting that balance is absolutely critical. But you know what, Dottie? I, I want to also talk about something else because you're absolutely right. In the news, some people say we're heading into recession. Some people say we're already in the recession, right? Because sometimes you don't know where you've been until you've gone past it and then look back in the mirror. So we don't really know the exact date, right? Some people say we're going to have inflation, stagflation. Um, right. And... You know what? There, there's a lot of reasons to have some concerns, but again, not every sector is hit the same way, right? You know, gas Good has point. gone up. You know, maybe food has gone up, but has the price of, let's say, clothing gone up, right? You know, so there's not, you have to look at the, there's a sort of basket of goods as the economists refer to it. So now let's take a look over here and what's going on. Do Do we believe that, the Federal Reserve is going to increase rates in the near future again. Yeah, all the arrows are pointing to that. And it looks like they're going to increase it. Again, all in the news, it's all the prediction business, so you never know. A good amount, maybe 50 basis points, maybe 75 basis points, which is a lot. Well, see, explain what that means to people in interest rates. I mean, like basis points. Like- absolutely. absolutely. So 100 basis points means 1%. 50 basis points means a half a percent. But I also want people to keep a couple things in mind because there's a lot of interesting data, too, because I think this is partly and very much a short-term issue, and it is a creation of some policies and some systemic shocks. There's a few things going on. And part of the thing that points to that is if you look at the long-term rates, that are out there because these rates that are talked about in the news are a short-term rate. The long-term rates look relatively more stable. So that's an interesting thing and a very important point. Um, you know, wh- what I think is going to happen is if rates, get, if rates go up too high, and by the way, this rate that everyone talks about, the Federal Reserve, that's not a rate that you or me get. That is a rate in which the Federal Reserve <clears> – <throat> is dealing with constituent banks, a Bank of America, Wells Fargo, a Citibank, a Chase, right? That It's their relation with them, and then it filters out into the economy. But, Dottie, I firmly believe it can't go up too, too much because there's a rebound effect. The rebound effect is this. If government pushes these rates too high, eventually it's going to impact the cost of the government to borrow money. And, Dottie, what happens if it costs the government more money to borrow? Costs them more money, then they either got to spend less money on other things because the cost of the debt of government goes up, or they got to raise taxes or both. Right. So the government's going to say, wait a minute, we can't do too much of this because we want to spend money on other things. We don't want to spend all of our money on debt. The people are not going to be happy paying all these taxes, and, and all we're saying is, oh, we're just paying back our debt, but no service. So there's going to be some interesting pushback. And this reminds me of, to some degree, and it's not the same, 
it does remind me of the late 70s with Carter and into the early 80s, where there was conflicting policies between the Federal Reserve and what we call monetary policy, and then the elected officials in um, fiscal policy really conflicting with one another. So it's definitely something to watch. But how, what does this mean to real estate? Because we are a show about real estate and not economics. I want to talk about two things. Number one, what does this mean if you're a buyer? If you're a buyer right now, do I wait? Do I buy now? What do I do? Perfect. Well, you know, it's interesting. I had this exact email conversation about an hour ago with a client because he said, oh, I signed a contract. I'm not sure. Did I time it right? I don't know. And I said to the client, I said, I started my career before 9-11. Anybody who bought before, during, and after 9-11 did pretty well. I started my career before financial contagion in 2008, where everyone thought it was the economic end. That was a a terrible time period. And how did everyone do who either bought before, during, and after that? And then let us not forget two years ago when we were talking about COVID, and it was like every show – We were half a show about real estate, half a show about COVID, it felt like at times, right? Where everyone said no one's ever going to come back. Everyone's moving, you know, to North Dakota. And so the thing I want people to take away is, number one, look at how well the system addresses these shocks. And by the way, I would argue 9-11, financial contagion, where literally when they were talking about TARP, Remember that TARP yes, the government coming yes. in? The banking system was on the verge of collapse. Right? Remember where we were 14 years ago. And I'm going to say it again. The banking system was on the verge of collapse. There were phone calls that said, if the government doesn't put money in, this banking air- sector might not be around in a day or two. Like, those were the phone calls that were going on. Right. And Steve, and he- everyone said, nobody will ever live downtown. And nobody will ever live in a high floor building, which is exactly the opposite, that you pay more for the higher the floor. And look at downtown. Oh, look at how it's – I mean, it, 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 before 9-11, it was nothing. Now it's, it's probably one of the most popular places to be. So. And you know what's interesting? There's a comment about America that some other countries make from other parts of the world and say Americans don't know history. Well, I would rephrase that statement. Americans have an ability to move past history, right? And that's one of the secrets because you're exactly hit the nail on the head. Oh, no one's going to live in a high rise because of 9-11. Well, tell that to the super tall buildings on 57th Street. Right. You know, that are even taller. The response response was, let's make the buildings taller. And that's the most American response you can have. We're not only going to live on the top floor, but we'll make the buildings taller. That's the most American thing we can do for July 4th. And so, look, as part of it, right, you do have, it's like any roller coaster. You do have a little bit of an up and down. But here's a couple things to keep in mind. Number one, interest rates are still well below historic average. That's a very important point. Even though, yes, they moved up a bit, and all of a sudden people who thought they can get in the threes are now getting in the fives on their interest rate, 
and that hurts. It hurts them in their pocket because six months ago they budgeted X and now it's Y, and I get that. But I think it's better to buy when you're getting a rate of Y instead of a rate of Z. Right, what if they go up a little bit more? The other thing is there's an opportunity now. When you have uncertainty, I've noticed there's some negotiability in the market. And by the way, it depends on the property, so I want to be very clear. Neighborhoods, property types, price points, it all varies. And, you know, it's interesting. I looked at my local newspaper. I live in North Westchester. Um, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively owns, own a lot of land in my town. And they were before our zoning board last week, and they're building a new home. They're moving to my town in northern Westchester because they like the town. You know, that maybe was a poorly kept secret, but you know what? The, um, you know, it goes to show that people are still doing things. They're moving around. They're making a home. They're doing things, which is terrific. And spending a lot um, of money. And- <laughs> spending a lot of money. Yeah. And I say, you know, because there's a lot of articles, Steve, that say, oh, things are slowing. Well, slowing, if you, you have to look at what what it's coming from. Last year, I mean, it was off the wall. And we don't have too much inventory. A little inventory, a little opening up where we have a little more inventory is great. It gives people more choices. It, give, it, it lets people, I'm sure we would have had more sales if we had more inventory. So, and we don't have an oversupply of inventory. We had no no inventory. So now it's opening up, which I think is a, a great thing. Okay? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and people so, weren't selling because they had no place to move to. So that was exactly. a huge part of part of the problem. You need to have you need to have movement around. That that's absolutely critical. But Dad, I want to stress one more point um, before we run out of time, which is very important. What about the people who are in contract? Because I've heard some things. I've had a couple situations where people say, you know, I want to try to can I renegotiate my deal. Because I hear things, I feel things, right? Maybe I want to try to do that. And I'm going to answer that question with a question first to frame things. If the market was going up and you signed a contract and all of a sudden, you know, for whatever reason, things are moving up rapidly, could the seller go to the buyer and say, hey, I know we signed a deal, but you're going to pay me 20% more? The buyer would tell them to get lost, right? And they should. The same thing. I would, and they should. The same thing is right now. It goes both ways. You sign a contract, and you follow through on it. It's important, though, that people know this: is that at the end of the day, when you're doing a contract, and right, it depends, Dottie, what hat I'm wearing. If I'm a seller attorney or from a buyer attorney, when I'm representing a seller, my goal is to create a lockdown fortress. Right? You get that buyer in there. You don't let them go till they close. On the buyer side, they want Swiss cheese. They want holes all over the place, ways to get out. So it's very, very important to understand is when you, before you sign that contract, what are the contingencies that parties can use to try to effectuate other things to try to retrade? Because it's really important in this environment when things are a little all over the place where people make sure they have a document that protects them and gets them to closing. Steven, maybe you could... Continue that next week because it's so important. We're back. Um, we're back at Iron Real Estate, and uh, unfortunately, 
we had, I think, a tower drop, so I didn't even know if we were going to get back on the air. I think you would have been listening to nothing, and I would have apologized next week. But unfortunately, our oh, our, our guest, okay, um, we have a great guest. I told you that Vicky was going to be on, um, who is uh, a powerhouse, a powerhouse, uh, okay? And we have her daughter now on instead of her, so... And this is Lois on. Hi, hi, Lois. Hi, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, that's what I thought. Somebody told me Lois, and I said no. No, <laughs> we had a power shortage. The cells went down, oh and I and and they told me, you know, you can't go back on the air. I said, well, what are the people going to think? And they said, well, we can't. But they got us to get back. And so they had said that you that you that you had gotten off the line. So I I didn't know. So I'm so happy that you're on. And let me just say I'm this: thrilled. I don't know you well. I met your mother a couple of years ago. Um, she has a great story. She's a powerhouse, a wonderful human being. And I mean, to see a woman. Okay, how many papers do you have now? Like sixty? No, over eighty. Eighty. Okay, 80 papers, I don't know how you do it, okay? And, you know, I was going to have her talk about some of the events in the Hamptons because I know recently or not too far long ago, uh, maybe it was a year or two ago, she bought Dan's paper in the Hamptons. And, of Mm -hmm. course, in the Hamptons, in the Hamptons, there's a million, a million people who've come and gone, a million papers. Dan's has been there forever, and... It is the only, I mean, it's been there 100 years, and it is the paper that will always, was there forever and will be there forever. And, uh, you know, yeah. they announce all the events. So if you get a chance, you know, pick up Dan's paper. You can get it anywhere because there's major things going on. Okay. So, Vicki, yeah. your mom has yeah. been on the show. Uh, she, uh, she, oh, I'm calling you Vicki. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, your mom has okay. been on the show. Okay, and she's told us about, you know, how she started the company and that, you know, uh, that she, you know, she had, you know, that she started this from almost a tragedy. Um, mm-hmm. And she, I know I've met your brother. So yeah. tell us, why don't you tell us? But, you know, I'd love to hear your story and how you got involved and and how you you saw your mother get involved and some of the things that are going on in your in, 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 in your papers. Absolutely. My pleasure. So I am I head up all of our event division. So our food and drink events, our business to business events. And I started with the papers back in college. Um, I was a salesperson um, in Queens and um, would, would book advertising. So I think it's, it's been a family uh, collaboration for a very long time. Um, and then I left New York for many years, um, lived in, in California and Chicago. And uh, about eight, almost nine years ago, I moved back to New York uh, with my two small children because my husband had passed away. And at that time, um, Josh, who is the CEO of Schnepps Media, Vicky's partner, uh, was starting a, wanted to start a food and flea market in Long Island City. And he said, hey, would you do this with me? And I'd been in corporate sales um, for many, many years, working for a division of News Corp, working with packaged good manufacturers, 
so I really had a, a sense of how to help people grow their businesses. And so I partnered with him on that, and we ran the LIC Korean Food uh, for six years, where we showcased local chefs um, and local artisans, and it really got us into this this different kind of event space. From that, we created the Queen's Beer Festival, where we welcomed 2,000 people over a weekend, and then we went bigger. And the World Fair at City Field. Are you there? All right, Elizabeth, we have a break coming up. You hold us to us. We'll be back in two or three minutes. We just have a commercial break, and then you can continue with that story. Summertime. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. For more information, go to surroundnewyork.com. That's surroundnewyork.com. Relieffactor.com. That's where you go to to order or to read about. Read about the effect it's had on people. It's, it's a wonder drug. I don't know if drug is the right word, but because you don't need a prescription, but it is, it's a wonder drug. It's, it's like a miracle pill because it relieves the vast majority of its users of most or all of their muscle or joint pain. And here's the honest thing that they say that is unique in my opinion among products. If it doesn't work in three weeks, it probably won't work. How's that for a product maker? So you have a three-week price of nineteen ninety-five plus shipping, to be precise. Give it, give it that try. Relieffactor.com, 800-500-8384. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, the number 4-RELIEF, to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Join on-air TV and radio legal analyst attorney Arthur Idala for the Arthur Idala Power Hour every weekday evening at 6. The show is a mix of timely news and current events from a legal angle, compelling talk with high-profile guests and everyday people calling in, and discussions on state and local politics, health and wellness, entertainment, and more. The Arthur Idala Power Hour with attorney Arthur Idala making the case for the city he loves. Weekday evenings at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Tapestry has an opening for a manager, internal audit IT, who will be responsible for developing, implementing, and managing an internal audit program aimed at evaluating business and IT operating procedures as well as ensuring compliance with the company's internal policies. Please email resumes to talentrecruiter at coach.com, reference job number AR752227. Again, please email resumes to talentrecruiter at coach.com, reference job number AR752227. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. 
And we're back, and we're in the middle of talking to Elizabeth Aloney, who works for Vicki Schnepps uh, for President, and she's the president of Schnepps Media, and they have 80 papers. Now, Elizabeth, you're in charge of events, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. I just have to ask you on air something I would love you to be able to do um, from time to time, if you would come on and tell our listeners about events that you have all over, since you have 80 papers, they're not only, you know, in the Hamptons, they're all over. Right. And I think sometimes uh, people, I mean, we all do this. Somebody asked me the other day, Tati, when would, did you ever go see the Statue of Liberty? And I said, well, I probably did when I was seven. I said, but there's so <laughs> many things locally. And now if you've been Absolutely. reading the papers with the airlines, it's, they don't have enough pilots, there's a million things canceled. And a lot of people um, are doing trips that are local, okay? And and mm-hmm. and, and, and and so um, and they don't know where to look for events or they don't know. So I'd love you to come back on the show, you know, from time to time and tell our listeners about the events that you that you put together. I would love to. I would love to. Next Saturday we have our Rosé Soiree in Southampton, July 9th, where... 20 different rosés from all over the world, incredible chefs from Hampton serving up food, great DJs and music. It's an indoor-outdoor event where it's just a beautiful time to get together and celebrate. And you don't need to be in the Hamptons. You can drive out, like you said. It's a staycation. You can get in the car and hop over to Rosé Soiree, um, enjoy a wonderful evening, make new friends, make make even business connections, and um, be able to really enjoy the local, so much local beauty in New York. And then yes, after that, it. join us April, August 5th, August 5th and 6th. We have our Grill Hampton. We have our Bubbles with all bubbly beverages. Um, that one is going to be taking place in Bridgehampton at Nova's Ark. So it's a great opportunity to support local support local chefs, um, try great wines and cocktails, hear great music, be outside, connect. You know, it's been so long since we've had an opportunity to connect with each other. And these events really give an opportunity for people to do that. And all I can tell you is that, you know, I bought a home in the Hamptons uh, probably 25 years ago. I was probably, I don't know, a kid. And I had a friend growing up that had a house in the Hamptons, and I always said, one day I'm going to have a home there. And so in mm. those days, in those days, uh, the banks were pretty easy. If your credit was okay, they had what they call stated income. Like you could just, they didn't care about your income. You could say, oh, I made two, $2 million, and they didn't, they didn't care, as long as you, anybody <laughs> could really get a mortgage. So I bought a, pro- a property here. And I would tell you, I've always said this to my family, my friends, this is where I want to be, and this is where Mm. I I love. And there's something very special, okay, and we were just talking about New York City and totally special, but the Hamptons has kind of got all the class and the posh of New York City, but yet it's a small town. It's small Mm. and yeah. People get to know each other, and it's a lot more. It's intimate, and um, I I just feel blessed to be here. And during the pandemic, I stayed here 
most of the, you know, when we were on lockdown in the city, I stayed here most of the time because the city was completely on lockdown. And although we were on lockdown here, mm-hmm. I made so many friends here. And I started my first real estate office in East Hampton knowing no one, okay? Mm. And goodness, wow. I mean, it's just a wonderful place. And the events, you can't keep up with them. And so everyone, and they're not expensive. And, you know, there's so many things that people can do. And you, like you said, yeah. it's it's not a it's not a, a long ride from the city. It really isn't. I mean, I do it all it the time. It is. It's really so. very easy. And you go to dancetaste.com. You can buy tickets to Rosé Soiree, Grill Hampton, uh, Bubbles, and be able to just transport yourself. Feel like you you've been on a vacation. Honestly, like I, I can go to the Hamptons for the day, and I feel like I've been away. It refreshes you. You have the the, the ocean air. Um, the beauty of the landscape, and then just most, the most incredible food, the most incredible wines, spirits, music, people. It's really it's an opportunity to transport yourself. So, you know, come, yes. join us. Go to dancetaste.com and grab a ticket. You sound exactly like me because when I bought my home, I lived on Long Island. It wasn't that I lived in the city then. I lived on Long Island. Mm-hmm. And at the time, this was about 25 years ago, People said, well, why would you buy a house on Long Island? You already have a house on Long Island. And I could tell you that for those of you who don't live in the area, if you get on the expressway and you get to exit 70, I would drive on the expressway. Exit 70 starts really where you get off to go to the Hamptons. And, of course, you start with West Hampton and Quag. And, And as soon as I hit exit 70, I felt like I was in another world. Yep, hundred um, percent. I felt like I was in another world, and at that time, uh, people said, "Well, why would you do that?" Because it does feel like a vacation. It does feel mm-hmm. not that I don't love where I am in Long Island and I love the city, but it's very special. And especially in the summer, there's a million events, and it's kind of very homey. I mean, I went to what uh, you know, and 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 so. I, I, I urge people, and, you know, when you send me the information also, besides for coming on the show, I'll post it so that our listeners know. Fantastic. Yeah. And, of course, you know, I, I, I'm not going to get into it, but the airlines are a mess right now. They don't have enough pilots. They've canceled God knows how right. many flights. So It's nice to just be in your car. You play your music. You, you hop on the expressway. You're there in no time. It, it's beautiful, and you have an experience. I mean, so easy you know it's like we're all so busy i like when when events are they do it all for me right so you show up to rosé soiree there's your wine there's your cocktails there's your food there's your lacroix uh soda there's music people food dancing it's everything is right there you just show up and you can wear a sundress or you can dress to the nines or you could be in flip-flops you know you really can be comfortable and feel and feel like you've been transported. You know, that's such a good point, because whenever my sister would come, and she's lived in the city since she got out of college, she'd say, what do I have to wear? Mm-hmm. What do I have to wear? What kind of clothes? I don't know if I have clothes. Because maybe years ago, uh, you know, people got really, but really, in the Hamptons, you'll see me, okay? I'll be in flip-flops. I'll be in jeans. Sometimes I'll wear a dress. It really doesn't matter. Anything goes Okay, it's it, it it you know you can go and no one cares. Whatever you're comfortable yeah. in is what you should wear. 
Okay, it's great. Absolutely. And so feel fabulous. Yeah. Feel fabulous, yeah. and go to Dan's taste and check out the the events. Now, how do you decide what events to have, and and and, and you know, like what what because that's a big job, and that is really, you know, the Hamptons is known for events, and I know that you do events in other areas where you have papers also, but where yeah. do you, you know, what? That's a, a gift and a talent because to put all these things together. And I and I know your events, and I will be there next week. Uh, Great. What what goes into that? How did you get involved so, with that piece of yeah. it? So some of them are events that we've that, that dance papers have been doing for many years, like the rose like rose soiree and like Grill Hampton. But every year we also look to do new events. So. Bubbles is a new event where we are going to have all bubbly beverages, and that's on August 6th, Saturday night at Nova's Arc, dancetaste.com for tickets. Bubbly beverages, fried chicken, seafood, Sanza. it's a whole light area. So the signature weekend is a weekend of Grill Hampton, where it's the Grill Masters from Manhattan versus the Grill Masters of the Hamptons competing against each other for the best grill. And it's grill and smoky and delicious and hearty. And then the next night we have Bubbles, which is airy and, and light and um, effervescent. And all. so it's a nice counterpoint. You know, it's a nice weekend where you can have two events at Park and have two totally different experiences. And then we also, you know, so, so those are, are partly because that have been going on for many years that people can't wait to get to the next year. And then we always look to innovate. Um, and then we also do our incredible business-to-business events. Focus oh, yeah. is honoring I, I individuals in business. Yeah. We've honored I you, of course. last year that you had for women. Uh, yes. You yes, honored some power women. Oh, and it was wonderful. I was, it was just wonderful, and you know, people were so excited to be there. Uh, and you know, something I I, I kind of think that you know the pandemic probably has changed. Has it had to change everybody in certain ways? And I think okay, we think um, we think that things have to be a lot of money and things, and really for a small amount of money. You could have a wonderful time and get away with, you know, mm-hmm. with with your family relatively close. So, please, I want to thank you for being on. I apologize if the cells weren't working and you called, but that's out of our control. And please come My back pleasure. on and keep us posted. And, and really hats off to you. Uh, for a woman, I thank think you do you. wonderful things. Okay? And have oh, a great you. You're an inspiration. Thank, Thank you. you. You too. Okay. And I can't wait to and see you at Rosé Soiree. You'll see me next week. And by the way, All everyone, right. have a wonderful, happy Fourth of July. The weather is going to be yes, great. Yes. Okay. And happy birthday. Thank you so much. To the for United States me. of America. Okay. Amen. See you next week. Amen. And we'll be back next week, everybody, with another great show. Have a happy Fourth of July. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.